turn it up. Get ready. You're tuned in to VO Buzz Weekly. Weekly. The show where aspiring voice actors, established VO pros, and curious fans alike get to meet and learn from the mega successful talent in voiceover. Hear their personal stories. Find out how they became so successful. Learn their secrets and join them at the top. Welcome back to VO Buzz Weekly, and we are all about part two with the totally awesome Chris Price. Come with us. Chris, let's talk about your studio, man. Yeah. I mean, I know that you have a really super cool studio at home, um, but uh, it didn't just appear. Yeah, Somebody didn't, didn't just <laughs> give it to you. You had yeah, to, yeah, nice. right? <laughs> well, yeah. Tell us about how you, you got that thing built and, and maybe some of the stuff that you use. Okay. Um, well, yeah, uh, originally... Um, I was using a, uh, well actually originally, originally, I was using my walk-in closet as my mm -hmm. studio, which actually worked really well. Yeah. I, I uh, you know, nice sound deadening and uh, it, was, mm -hmm. it was totally functional. And you can get dressed while you're, <laughs> I could right? do that. Because the clothes yes. are already there. Yes. Yeah, it's cool. uh, so I, found, I spent a lot of time in the closet. <laughs> then I came out of the closet. Then you're in the So, um, but I, I got a vocal booth sound room then uh, and as soon as I was able to upgrade equipment, I did it. Uh, I probably uh, went a little f uh, further and faster than I needed to, but uh, I wanted to have a stu I wanted to play with the big boys. And yeah. I felt if you if you play with the big ready. boys, you got to use the big boy toys. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I really mirrored Scott Rummel's uh, studio. He has a Sennheiser 416. Hey. I got a Sennheiser 416. He had an Avalon 737. I got an Avalon <laughs> 737. Uh, these things are are not cheap. No, they're <laughs> not. I could have gone a lot cheaper. And yeah. I, I tell you, I, I mean, you don't have to get those super expensive things. But this was my philosophy, and and it was all about the go big or go home kind of yeah. uh, mm -hmm. thing. So. I got those things, and um, and then I got the vocal booth sound room, which worked out, uh, you know, fine, and things were going great. And I got the ISDN exactly the same. I got an ISDN before I was even booking ISDN jobs, because you, you wanted to be yeah. ready, you wanted you to be were prepared. Manifesting. My my <laughs> thought was, you know, and a lot of people will say, don't buy them until you need them. But my thought was, well, wait, what if I could use that as a marketing tool and say, hey, I have ISDN, mm -hmm. I can work right yeah, now. You don't have to have a studio, and and I can have it, yeah. Oh yeah, so I was ready to go, and cool. uh, and yeah, for about six to nine months, I think I booked like one or two jobs, ISDN jobs on it, and I'm paying the monthly on it as well. Yeah. So a lot of people say that was dumb, but it allowed me <laughs> to get. <laughs> Including you, I, gotta, I have a feeling. No. But no, it, it allowed, it opened up doors yeah. down the line. Mm -hmm. At first it was that investment, but it started paying dividends yeah. by allowing me to work more uh, uh, with uh, agents and producers sure. and throughout right, the country right. and the world for that matter. I think I booked a, a Sesame Street job where the the director was in New York and the uh, the producer or the other studio was in Australia or something, and it was mm -hmm. this this mass connection. Yeah. And because I had an ISDN, and I was able to uh, you know book that. If otherwise, yeah. I wouldn't have, uh, and I'd have missed out on a lot of opportunities had I not had that. So, mm -hmm. so I got the ISDN uh, that he he did, and everything's going fine. And then uh, in about 2009, my wife uh, uh, 
says that she's pregnant. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> we have a three bedroom, and uh, and one of those bedrooms is Your my studio. Sh- <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> so, another crossroads, yeah. Chris. Another crossroads, yeah. indeed. So we either you know move to a four bedroom, or we have to add on. And uh, my wife uh, wants to be buried in the house we're in right now, so we look to add on. So I, uh, I contact uh, another uh, person I meet uh, who's, who I call a good friend of mine, George Whittem. George Whittem. Yeah. Great He's guy. The best. He comes around uh, and uh, you know, keeps my studio in, in top shape. Yep. And uh, he was able to design uh, this, this uh, wonderful man cave uh, uh, that uh, I call my, my home studio. Yeah. And uh, yeah, okay. so it's got. Uh, That's beautiful, man. And, and, and so you took a leap of faith there because you built this gigantic studio saying, yeah. I know that the work's mm-hmm. going to come. Right. Yeah, yeah. Or you were already doing good, but you're like, this can stop mm-hmm. any day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing with voiceover uh, is is there's not a lot of job security. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't have vacation days, you don't have sick days, and you only get paid if you work. And yeah. uh, mm-hmm. and I was working, you know, steadily, and it was steadily increasing. And I was thinking, you know, hopefully this will keep going. And so let's let's uh, let's, let's go, right. let's right. push those chips all in. Yeah. And and keep. Uh, keep riding this wave and uh and it was it was doing great i mean and i use that as kind of part of the marketing too to different producers and then i have the mm. my studio on my website and that so that this the people can see that it's a professional looking setup and um uh and a lot of times uh some producers have gotten burned with doing sessions uh isdn sessions with actors when they don't have a, a proper setup sure so they'll uh want to do test uh, sessions and stuff and it's like no problem bring it on mm-hmm. and it's, yeah. that was great and then, yeah George you did a great job it. man thanks buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic George man. we that's love George so cool um so you you had told us about an experience you had on uh, with your first agent that you were dropped yeah that was probably and there's a lot of people watching that that's they sort of think oh my gosh is that that's it that's the end what what was that experience like for you and you know what was kind of your takeaway from that, I mean, clearly you got back up. Yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Another crossroads. But that can be a really devastating thing. Oh, it, it, it scared the hell out of me. Yeah. I, I get uh, the uh, agency I was with. The agent, uh, the, the main agent there, had moved on, and the uh, ownership had uh, cleaned house of uh, like eighty percent of the roster. Basically, mm-hmm. anybody that wasn't booking was gone, yeah. and I hadn't booked a thing. Through, but I, I was there only about six months. But I still wish I would have started kind of getting yeah. some momentum yeah. going. But, you know, it's it's tough to yeah. kind of get that six momentum. Six months is like a minute. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and uh, and I wasn't uh, doing it, so I was out. And I get this letter in the mail, and boy, yeah, my heart sank. I I just didn't know. It was hard enough to get an LA agent, mm-hmm. uh, and now to uh, lose that representation and be kind of out in the cold. I didn't know what to do or where to go, but. My networking and, and, and the marketing eventually paid off, and I was able to get referrals. Uh, and that was a thing, too. It's so hard to get an agent just by you sending an email or phone, a phone call. They'll probably curse you out if you call mm-hmm. them on the phone. Yeah. Um, and an email, it's, it's a little less confrontational, but yeah. it's easily ignored, too. Right. Um, and uh, it was actually funny. The... Uh, um, I had sent a, uh, an email to Sandy Schnarr uh, of Sandy Schnarr Talent at the mm-hmm. time, now yeah. ABO, and uh, about uh, two weeks prior to, uh, and I didn't get any response, uh, and then uh, two weeks later I, uh, uh, I get a referral to meet with Sandy, an intro- introduction, 
and I was able to meet with her, and she signed me mm-hmm. because of the referral. The email yeah. did nothing. Right. right. Yeah. The, 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 the referral meet. was the clincher. Yeah. 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 And so, so that's, again, it's, a, it's mm-hmm. who you know, and yeah. I was able to get that, that uh, meeting set up, and, it, uh, and, and that's where I got a lot of my uh, big first breaks was through yeah. Sandy. So a big thank you to yeah. Sandy. I love Absolutely. Sandy. She's, I'm a, with she's, Sandy. Yeah. she's lovely. That's right. Yeah. yeah. What do you think continues to motivate you to just, you know, work hard and strive and, and you're still chasing that cheese, if you will? You know, I, I think it's it's because I, well, I love what I do uh, and, and it doesn't seem like work when, when mm-hmm. you love it. And, yeah. and it's uh, the success, obvi- it, it, you know, it's a big motivator to see that, hey, this this can actually, you know, work. And, uh, and I really loved kind of, trying a little bit of everything. Um, one of one of my great, uh, you know, a business plan, I think, is my diversification. When I first started, even right out of the gate, when I made that demo too soon, I diversified. I made an animation demo and I made a commercial demo, kind of covering the gamuts yeah. there and going in, in, in uh, directions. And from there, I was able to kind of learn and get, a, you know, introduced to narration and imaging and video games and promos, uh, promos, yeah. and I've done a trailer and uh, and so uh, uh, when you ADR even, you know, looping mm-hmm. and things, uh, and so I study these areas and I, I when you you know you get these opportunities, then things start to kind of happen and and. My diversification philosophy was uh, three reasons. Uh, to see uh, what I was good at, um, uh, and uh, what was the three? Let me see, three reasons. <laughs> what I'm good at, uh, what I liked. What you like. And, uh, and to make money, right. uh, because this is a business. And yeah. uh, so I gotta try to find a way to make money here. Yeah. And so I'm spreading myself uh, across to see what I could do and what I was good at. And now it's kind of settled in on narration, promo, and commercial. And then still some video game mm-hmm. and yeah. some other mm-hmm. things, but yeah. the the diversification was uh, it's just exciting because there's something new every day. Absolutely, man. And uh, and that that uh, kind of rush of getting that call from your yeah. agent that you know you oh, got I this know. or something. Yeah, like, right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so okay, cool. but I mean, obviously your diversification is great. But one thing I really respect about you is your your just your tenacity, so much so that true or false, you changed your name. <laughs> To be more in alignment with your branding. I did. <laughs> I, uh, uh, Chris Fries is how I, I'm known in the voiceover world. Yes. But uh, it's actually not pronounced uh, Fries. It, it is pronounced Fries. Uh, it's right. a Luxembourg name, Northern European. And uh, and I was tormented as a child. Say, didn't everyone say fries anyway? <laughs> yeah. I was teased about French fries and, you know, and mm. then even when they would pronounce it right, it would be like, freeze, don't move, you know, and yeah. like, yes. okay, you know, and it's, so the jokes were just, oh, are you kidding yeah. me? Uh, in the in the early uh, stages, I, I still went by Chris Freeze uh, uh, when I first uh, was in voiceover. As a matter of fact, some of the branding that I, I uh, did, I tried to work off of the ice, cool as ice, or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I came up with a brand of Mr. Freeze, the Batman villain. Yeah. Right, right. Um, and it actually kind of worked pretty cool, but it really kind of pigeonholed me as just being an animation video uh, guy. And some of the work I do uh, now is I'll do uh, work for banks and insurance mm-hmm. companies and conservative, warm, trusting. And Mr. Freeze villain it yeah. doesn't really <laughs> match the image. Yeah. Yeah. Match yeah. that. So that wasn't really working. So I'm still trying to figure it out. It was a work in progress. And I'm in a session. And a director is uh, um, telling me, oh, I, I've wanted to ask you this ever since we booked you for this job. And I'm like, oh, yeah, what's that? 
you want fries with that? Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, and uh, he's, he's, he's hired me. He's paying the bills. Yeah. I'm like, ah, that's very funny. So funny. Yeah. Never so, heard it. So mm. funny. Yeah. And, but then it was like a little bit of a light bulb went off here. I'm like, mm-hmm. you want fries with that? That'd be a kind of a cool slogan yeah. for a voiceover thing. Who, you know, fries are, are warm and delicious. And who doesn't love fries, you know? Yeah. So I think that day I said, I'm changing my pronunciation for to, to Chris Fries. And my slogan is, you want fries with that. I told my agents. Wow. They I love were like, it. They were like, fine. You yeah. know, even on my website. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, Golden Delicious Voiceover. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. So, I mean, it totally. And it actually, from a communication standpoint, where Sam in a session and they're saying, oh, we just got another script. We got to email it to you. What's your email address? I, I won't send it to your agent. It'll just mm-hmm. be faster. And I'd say, oh, it's Chris at ChrisFreezeVoices.com. Freeze. Is that F-R-E-E-Z-E? No, no. It's F-R-I-E-S. F-R-E-I-S. No, no. I-E. Uh, and I'm like, oh, yeah. this is killing me. You know. Yeah. So just to give simple instructions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was like, now it's like, oh, Chris at ChrisFriesVoices.com. Great. Yeah. Oh, the website? ChrisFriesVoices.com. You know, yeah. No problem. They, uh, oh, great. Okay, we'll send it right over. You know? Yeah. So yeah. from just Making simple. Making it easy. Yeah. Simple communication. Easy to remember. Mm-hmm. and uh, That's very cool, man. Your slogan should be, Chris Fries, whatever it takes. <laughs> yeah. I love That's it, That's a good one, too. Maybe because, that be your next one. No, I mean, yeah. because it's, you're like this, you know, you just say yes, and you just, and I just think it's fantastic. I think it's fantastic, and it's very inspiring. Yeah, I, I, I'm inspired. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good, good. I am. <laughs> um, uh, can you explain your mantra? Yeah. And you say it. What's okay. your mantra? Uh, God bless the lazy. God bless the lazy. Mm. Yes. Please explain. I, I will. Um, well, going back to Scott's advice to me and me doing everything that he told me to do, mm. I did it, and you know, success started happening. It was like a snowball, you know, small but built over time. Yeah. And uh, as I was getting success, uh, other people are are contacting me and asking me about uh, getting into voiceover, and and I would tell them. And uh, one of the things that uh, Scott had say, said is, uh, you know, make sure that when you're doing this, you know, maybe you turn around, you, you help out somebody too, and I'm, oh, yeah. absolutely, he goes, and don't be surprised if you run into people that just don't, you know, don't really do the things you tell them to do. And he, he told me uh, after, he's like, you know, uh, I am so proud of you, Chris. I, I tell you, I, sh- I, I talk about you to, to other people and how you did all the things that uh, I told you to, and I'm like, why wouldn't I, Scott? I mean, you know, yeah. and he's like, you'll be surprised. So people don't want to do all the work it no. takes. Yeah. So people come to me and they'll ask me and uh, and I'll tell them the, the same thing Scott told me. And uh, and sometimes through follow-up, I'll find out that they're not doing the things that they're supposed mm-hmm. to or they're taking shortcuts or they mm-hmm. think there's an easier way or a different way. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're thinking that there's a, a, a short uh, from A to B without any turns to get right. that cheese, right? Mm-hmm. right. But no, there is, uh, there's lots of turns and uh, lots of dead ends. And, mm-hmm. uh, um, and I guess I've developed my skill and, and I have a certain amount of talent, I guess, but there are so many more talented people than me out there that don't have agents, that uh, um, you know haven't booked anything, but they're super talented. Oh, I was gonna say, and are they lazy? <laughs> that's the uh, that's what I found, and mm. and I you know voiceover is very competitive. Sure. Yes, yeah. but I'll tell you what, if you have a little bit of talent, and you have some determination. It's not as as uh, competitive yeah. as you might think because right. of that. 
Because right. there are so many more people out that there. That pool that are, is much smaller. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. That's what I found. Mm -hmm. And uh, those super talented people that, uh, that would talk to me, and I'm like, man, your voice is amazing, I would tell them. And I, okay, well, you do this, 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 and this. And, and they wouldn't, I'd find out that they weren't doing that. Mm -hmm. and, and so I found that there's a lot of lazy people out there. Very talented, but very yeah. lazy. And, and fortunately, I'm benefiting from that because it's competitive for me as it is. Yeah. It would be a heck of a lot more competitive if those yeah. really talented people decided to get off their butts and do some work. Yeah. And then it would be a lot harder for me. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean. Would you say that you're fearless? No, I'm. I, I'll. I'll still take that leap and be afraid, but mm -hmm. I'm still going to take that but leap. But you take it. Yeah. 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 So. But he's afraid. <laughs> but are you I'm afraid, afraid right now? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. I always say, leap and the net will appear. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, know, and it, it really has it worked out. I mean, what's the worst thing that could happen? Yeah, exactly. It's kind of what yeah. I've felt there too. But yeah, so. Uh, here's to all those lazy people out there. Here's to the lazy people out <laughs> there. God bless you. That because of you, <laughs> Chris has a lot more work today. Yeah. Well, but I'll tell maybe you though, you'll inspire them to uh, and that's amp it the up thing. a notch. You can be lazy or you can decide to do something about it. Mm -hmm. and, and that's entirely up to you. And that's, yeah. the, that's another crossroads, too. It's like, Absolutely. Yeah. You could say, I don't feel like going to that workout group or that, right. that uh, seminar. Or, I don't feel like driving to L.A. Yeah. 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 Or you can just get off your butt and do it. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and, and that's the cool thing, man, is I've seen so many people put in the, the, the work, you know, because this is not a get-rich-quick scheme, right? No, we we know not. that. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get rich quick. This is not the business. Mm. But... It almost is, there is a certain amount of predictability about it, and that's it, yeah. that's this. If you're really good at what you do, so that when people that are in a position to hire you hear you and go like, oh wow. And you can really impress some people, ready. and you network, you get out there, and like you said, let people hear you, yeah. right? Let people know how good you are. Yeah. And you take those leaps, you know? Build a nice studio. Say to yourself, I don't want to let something go out with my voice on it that doesn't sound good. Because yeah. then yeah. you're going to sound bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and all those things are things that you've done, maybe not in that particular order, but those are the things, and they all require work. Oh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know? And work, to me, never really stops. Like, again, you don't have vacation time and that. Yeah. So when I go on vacation, I take my work with me uh, mm -hmm. uh, because uh, George uh, helped set this up where I got a laptop and you know my backup mic. And when I go to on vacation, I, I set up a little couch cushion fort right. mm -hmm. and uh, put my mic in there and, uh, and I'm doing uh, uh, you know commercials or promos or whatever mm -hmm. right in the hotel room. What do you use for your, for your portable system? I have uh, an Apogee One uh, that uh, connects the mic. Apogee uh, One, yeah, yeah. And, that's uh, what you have. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Yeah, and, and uh, the Sennheiser is... Uh, 416. And I have a backup everything, too. Uh, right. I guess kind of goes... That's a personal only. problem. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a personal yeah. problem. It's a backup. Uh, and and what, what software do you use? Uh, I Pro Tools and Twisted Wave, okay. but uh, Twisted Wave is a lot more, a lot easier. Yeah. Uh, so, and yeah. George kind of steered me over to that mm -hmm. side. Uh, but um, but yeah and uh, and then yeah like the Sennheiser and that so I'm doing uh, you know work there and yeah. uh, it works out really uh, well. It's Absolutely, so, uh, man. Yeah. So you you just I never I mean I take a vacation, 
but I don't want to miss out on those opportunities or those jobs. Yeah, and you can't. I mean, that's just the voice, the 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 job of a voice actor. Is that when you go somewhere, you got to take your 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 tools with you because you never know. Never know. So, Chris, you are one of the guys that are in a unique situation. You have agent representation and a wonderful manager. Yeah. So, what have you found? have been the benefits of that, and, and what is what do you think has worked well for you, having both? And again, it was in seeing Scott's career, mm-hmm. and, uh, and <laughs> he, hey, Scott, do you have a manager? <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll get one of those. Yeah, too. yeah, that, that sounds <laughs> right. like a good idea. Yeah, they're harder to come by than yeah. you, you might think. But another, they are. another challenge with a potential crossroad. I yeah. think I will yeah. do I that. I think there's only four of them in the world. There's, there's yeah. very few. Good there's, ones. There's there's yeah. a, a few really. I, I well, I, there's tons of managers but there's probably only three or four that yeah, are there's you know, that really elite strong. level yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh and so i had my eye on on the elite level and uh and it was kind of funny because i was wanting a manager way before i was ready to have a manager <laughs> but I mean, like everything else in my career i got it before i was ready yeah, for, yeah. You know, the, yeah. the, the the equipment the studio yeah. and uh and all that it was just yet another thing that I was uh, you know biting off more than I can chew but I was still gonna take a bite out of that yeah. and see yeah. if I can uh, well something uh, in your instinct told you that it was that you were gonna get it ready at some point I mean I think you were don't you oh, think? yeah I yeah mean, well the the nice thing was I had sent uh, uh, you know some correspondences to the the big uh, managers and uh, but I mean, this was shortly after I booked like maybe the the Minute Maid job, so mm-hmm. I was way way before I you know could even get to the point of needing a manager. Yeah. Uh, but I sent some of my work, and I got uh, a response from only one manager, and and uh, about uh, 2009 2010, it was Debbie Cope, mm-hmm. had uh, replied to my uh, email, and she's like, you know, love your sound, uh, you know, keep in touch, uh, you know, as soon as you book a uh, promo or a trailer, you you give me a call. And and I was thinking to myself, well, it's kind of a catch twenty two yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I need you know, your help. Most of the, <laughs> yeah, a lot of the jobs. I thought you'd help me get one. Yeah, yeah, a lot of the jobs kind of go through the promo yeah. and trailer jobs go through the the managers. Yeah. And uh, but I understood, and, and of course at the time I'm anxious and eager, and you know you all want it all right now and stuff. Yeah. But there's a process. This is yeah. a marathon. It's not a sprint. Mm-hmm. Right. So I. Uh, I bide my time, and I, I keep I keep uh, uh, her uh, updated. Uh, yeah. You know, like I yeah. I would send you Chuck. You know, some of my latest yeah. stuff. Uh, I would also keep her updated because now it was important. Now it's like okay, I got her attention. Mm-hmm. Now I need her to still remember me because right. if if it takes three four years for me to book a, a promo, and I contact her three four years later, she's like, who? Chris, who? Right. Yeah. So right. freeze or fries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, so every eh, four months, five months, you know, enough to remind her, but not too often that I become a, a mm-hmm. pest. Yeah. Right. Um, so I'd send her some updates and, and she'd say, great, great job, great job. Thanks for keeping me posted. And for about four years, I did this. And, uh, and then uh, I finally booked uh, a ESPN Sunday night baseball game of the week uh, promo. I did yeah. it for the whole season or whatever. And, uh, and you can bet, what was my first call oh, after? You, oh, I know <laughs> what it was, yeah. Uh, Debbie. <laughs> yeah. Chris Fries for Debbie Pope. <laughs> yeah, so I uh, told her about the ESPN thing. She's mm-hmm. like, let's talk management. So wow. and, and the, the so she stayed true to her word. That's she did nice, four man. years though. Yeah. That's yeah. the key. I mean, four years. You did not 
And yeah. the first audition yeah. she got me, yeah. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Wow. Right on. <laughs> so. There you go. So just so that you guys know. That's cool. Okay. It took Chris four years to get Debbie Cope management yeah. to manage him. But he stayed on it. Mm-hmm. Getting a manager and voiceover, first of all, not everybody has one. In right. fact, 99% of the people don't. It's really, really hard to get one. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. they don't work with just anybody. So congratulations to you, yeah. man, for staying Thanks. on top of that and just seeing it through. Thanks. You, he does have tena- he, tenacity. Yeah. Is that how you say it? Tenacity? Tenacity. <laughs> with an accent. Tenacity, tenacity. <laughs> yeah. Tomatoes, tomatoes. <laughs> um, so cool, buddy. Yeah. So cool. I mean, what do you think? Do you, I mean, do you think, obviously, you're t- what do you think have been the keys to your success? Yeah, I think you said it, the tenacity yeah. and, and just uh, uh, and trying to keep as many irons in the fire as possible, like with the manager and stuff. I want to have as many good people working with me and representing me as possible mm-hmm. uh, because it, it's just a matter of time. If, if, I, if I have a certain amount of skill in that, if I get the volume of opportunities, yeah. stuff starts to stick. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I'm not going to book everything. And it's not a matter about being the best. You don't have to be the best. You just have to be competitive. You just have to be in the ballpark. If you're in the ballpark, then you get enough opportunities, you're going to start to book stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of time. It's yeah. just so, if now if you're not competitive, then no, yeah, you could keep throwing, you know, that at the wall and that's yeah. never going to stick. But Absolutely. if you're good, if, if you work at your skill and uh, and you're competitive, uh, you know, whatever, whatever I happened to book, it's not because I was the best. I was just, I was just picked that time, you know, and I was in the ballpark. Right. So, uh, so having uh, a great manager and a great agency and, and uh, good people working uh, with, and then, and then great people helping me stay sharp like Joyce and, uh, mm-hmm. and others uh, so to, to train and, yeah. and to stay on top of the game. Uh, because there's an evolution in voiceover that's going on all the time. Yeah. Every day it's changing. Yeah. Yeah. What's hot right now is not going to be hot, you know, a year from now or less. Yep. So I'm staying on top of those trends so that I can keep working and stay competitive yeah. so that when that volume of work, those those opportunities mm-hmm. keep coming, I'm going to get at least consideration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's cool. And when you get in, say, an audition for something that's big. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, I get excited. You get, I know, <laughs> you, do, you do. You get excited. But, <laughs> but do you uh, just look at it, read the specs, audition, do it, boom, boom, and send it out, or do you ever contemplate the idea of, hmm, maybe I should con- I should consult somebody mm-hmm. to maybe guide me through this read or even direct me yeah. through this read? Do you do, ever do that? Beautiful segue, Chuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, I have done that where there was a big uh, uh, audition I just had last week, and uh, and these things are important uh, to me. So I call up uh, Joyce Castellanos, mm-hmm. and uh, and I make sure that I want to you know give the most competitive read possible. Yeah. And right. and uh, and so yeah, I've I've done that several That's times. Cool. I'd actually like to do that more. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes our schedules don't right. uh, sure. coordinate. Right. Sure. But uh, but for sure, I will uh, uh, always want to try to put my best foot forward. Yeah. And uh, but and sometimes when I have to self direct too, uh, depending on the even, I try to treat every job as a big job. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's the most important thing to that client, and so it's Absolutely. important to me. Um, and uh, at times, I won't even look at the specs uh, because sometimes 
if one of two things could happen, it'll be everybody's going to do it that way, or uh, maybe they want to try you know something different anyway. And yeah. I'll just try to interpret the copy on my own, and then give them something different. And then maybe I'll go back and read the specs. And if it's different from what I gave them, then I'll give that as an alt uh, as oh, well. I see. Options are so important too. Yeah. When you give them yeah. choices, it's like you can co go with that friendly read or you can go with that casual read. What do, what do they like better? Sometimes yeah. they think they want friendly, but, but man, want, so many times, yeah. I can't tell you how many times I'll, I'll do an audition for something and it might be like friendly and bright uh, in the specs, but then the, uh, the when it goes to air, it's totally casual and low key. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah. well, you, that wasn't on the specs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. or the yes. opposite, right? Yeah. Yeah. Casual, laid back, soft spoken. Yes. Then you hear the it's spot, and it's like, it's, oh, yeah, it's a top. hard sell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's like, you know, I. Uh, that's why it's important to give yeah. those options. Absolutely. And stuff. Yeah, and it shows you have that range and directability. And yeah, and I love that. I love that you yeah. treat your business with the utmost importance, and you treat it like a business and not a hobby. It really, yeah. And uh, and and gosh, man, so cool. Mm. So proud of you, man. Thanks. So, Chris, so you've been, you know, uh, through all these different jobs, you know, the recreation, parks and recreation <laughs> job that was supposed to be a part-time thing, ended for 10 years, right? Yeah. And then you went to jail or... <laughs> He's a jailer. Got a, got a jailer job and, and started doing that. And, and so what does your wife say about all of that? The fact that you were doing that and where you are today doing what you love, what does she say about that? You're a good team. Yeah, she, yeah, for sure. Uh, she... You know, is kind of I don't want to say shocked. Shocked in like like she wasn't surprised that it would happen, but yeah. um, I think it's just this. I think she didn't realize how big this industry can mm -hmm. be, yeah. uh, and uh, I didn't even realize how big this industry could could uh, could be. But uh, yeah. it was it was and it still is a, a wonderful journey, and uh, it was just for her to you know stand by me and keep me focused and motivated and uh and that's so important too to have a support system at yes, home absolutely. uh because i could not have done it without johnny thank you i love oh, sweet. It but is. i i just uh yeah she kept me focused and she knew i wasn't happy doing the mm -hmm. parks and rec job and yeah. uh and even the jailer job, it was kind of starting to change me a little bit. It, it's yeah. uh, it's mm -hmm. another world. Uh, yeah, I, I just know. can't can't even imagine you doing that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I really can't because you're the nicest guy in the world. <laughs> you know, you got to put on such a completely different yeah. hat. You but, really do. Like yeah, but you know what, armor. man? God bless you for just taking taking those chances and saying, I'm going to do whatever it takes to make this thing happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. If the hours work for me to do this, and that's why you did it, it was a sacrifice. Yeah. And, but then it helped you with video games. All right. right. It did. So who's to say what really happened there? Yeah. Um, it was all part of Scott Rummel's plan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Scott, <laughs> it's all your fault. Uh, why don't we give Chris a little uh, oh, okay, question? Yes. Okay, Chris. Put him on the hot seat there oh, and boy. see. Uh... Give me a number between <laughs> 5 and 127. 10. 10. Okay. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> if you were to spend the rest of your life in the company of a single type of animal, which would you choose? Boy, um, <clears throat> I think a cheetah, um, mm. because I, 
as a kid, I always thought those were the coolest animals. <laughs> and, and it was it was everything that I wasn't as a as a kid and athlete, like really fast and Can agile. Can you imagine running you know? that yeah. fast? Yeah. I, I just I was not a very fast child. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I thought that would be super cool, you know. Nice. You know, I I think and that's kind of the neat thing with, with voiceover is to is to imagine being someone or something that you're not. And the mm-hmm. video games is a perfect example yeah. where you're a, a villain or a you know monster or something like that, and where you can, can just just take a few moments and just be something that yeah, you're play. not and, and yeah. play. Yeah, and play. And play. Yeah. So, yeah. Very cool, Love man. It. <laughs> well, I just gotta awesome, tell you, buddy. Uh, I'm so glad that you came out here, man, and shared with us. Thank, um, you. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, you know, we just we love you and we're proud of you. And I know that there's a bunch of people out there right now that are inspired yes. uh, by your tenacity. You know what I mean? <laughs> and the fact that you know when you work hard enough and just plow through. If you want it bad enough, you can do it. Yes. Can. That is, that's it. Um, so thank you. Okay. You're My always pleasure. welcome. Get down. Continue to bond. Absolutely. You and your family. Your amazing family. Absolutely. Thanks. We will see you guys next time. Hey everyone, this is Chris Fries, and I just got buzzed with Chuck and Stacy. And uh, now that I'm done, I think I'd like some fries with that. How about you? Well, that concludes our two-part episode with Chris Fries. What an awesome dude. Totally great. Unbelievable. He has a great story, great heart. Absolutely. You know what the coolest thing about this whole thing here, man? Us bringing you the show, you guys out there, having somebody like Chris come on the show. The coolest thing is knowing that if he can do it, so you can, can you. Yes. And we're proud of you guys for being out there and kicking some VO butt. And we're going to be back next week with another show for you. So watch it. I know, right? right? Yep. Hey, in the meantime, keep up with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Absolutely. We love you guys. Thank you so much for watching. And just remember, you, you always have, have time for a little buzz. Don't just listen to VO Buzz Weekly. Watch the show in stunning HD video at VOBuzzWeekly.com on their YouTube channel or on the app. VO Buzz Weekly is sponsored by Chuck Duran's Demos That Rock. Rock. The voiceover demo producer to the stars is now available to you. Visit DemosThatRock.com and take your voiceover career to the next level. See you next time. And remember, you always have time for a little buzz.